Shalom and good morning. Welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read through the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Karen and I'm going to be your reader today. Today is April 21st, which is also the 20th of Nisan on the Hebrew calendar. We are still in our week of celebration for Pesach. Today is the sixth day, almost complete, celebrating this week. I hope you've had a wonderful week of celebration with your family, whether you've been traveling or staying at home, that it has just been a blessed time for you celebrating this Feast of Unleavened Bread. Today is also the fifth Omer in the counting of the Omer, as we will count all the way until Shavuot or Pentecost. This week, because we are still in um, Pesach, we are not doing our normal Torah portion readings. We are doing special readings that relate to the festival week. Today we're going to start our reading in Numbers chapter 9, verses 1 through 14. But before we begin, let's take a minute to bless God and thank Him for His Word. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who has given us the Torah of truth and the good news of the salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. And the Lord spoke to Moshe in the wilderness of Sinai in the first month of the second year after they had come out of the land of Egypt, saying, Let the sons of Israel observe Pesach at its appointed time. On the fourteenth day of this month, at twilight, you shall keep it at its appointed time. You shall keep it according to all its statutes and according to all its ordinances. Moshe told the sons of Israel that they should observe Pesach. They observed Pesach in the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month at evening, in the wilderness of Sinai. According to all that the Lord commanded Moshe, so the sons of Israel did. There were certain men who were unclean because of the dead body of a man, so that they could not observe Pesach on that day. And they came before Moshe and Aaron on that day. Those men said to him, We are unclean because of the dead body of a man. Why are we kept back that we may not offer the offering of the Lord at its appointed time among the sons of Israel? And Moshe answered them, Wait, that I may hear what the Lord will command concerning you. The Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Say to the sons of Israel, If any man of you or of your generations is unclean by reason of a dead body, or is on a journey far away, he shall still observe Pesach to the Lord. In the second month, on the fourteenth day at evening, they shall keep it. They shall eat it with matzah and marot. They shall leave none of it until the morning, nor break a bone of it. According to all the statutes of Pesach, they shall observe it. But the man who is clean and is not on a journey and fails to observe Pesach, that soul shall be cut off from his people, because he did not offer the offering of the Lord at its appointed time. That man shall bear his sin. If a foreigner lives among you and desires to observe Pesach to the Lord, then he shall do so according to the statutes of Pesach, and according to its ordinance, you shall have one statute, both for the foreigner and for him who is born in the land. 
That was Numbers chapter 9, verses 1 through 14. And now we're going to read also from Numbers chapter 28, starting in verse 19 and reading to verse 25. But you shall offer an offering made by fire, a burnt offering to the Lord, two young bulls, one ram, and seven male lambs a year old. They shall be without blemish, with their grain offering, fine flour mixed with oil. You shall offer three tenths for a bull and two tenths for the ram. You shall offer one tenth for every lamb of the seven lambs and one male goat for a sin offering to make atonement for you. You shall offer these in addition to the burnt offering of the morning, which is for a continual burnt offering. In this way you shall offer daily for seven days the food of the offering made by fire of a pleasing aroma to the Lord. It shall be offered by fire in addition to the continual burnt offering and its drink offering. On the seventh day you shall have a holy convocation. You shall do no regular work. That was Numbers 28, verses 19 through 25. Now we'll continue on to our reading from the prophets, which is Isaiah chapters 20, sorry, Isaiah chapters 46 and 47. Bel bows down. And Nebo stoops. Their idols are carried by beast and on livestock. The things that you carried around are heavy loads, a burden for the weary. They stoop and they bow down together. They could not deliver the burden, but they have gone into captivity. Listen to me, house of Yaakov, and all the remnant of the house of Israel that have been carried from their birth that have been carried from the womb. Even to old age, I am he, and even to gray hairs, I will carry you. I have made, and I will bear. Yes, I will carry, and will deliver. To whom will you compare me, and consider my equal, and compare me as if we were the same? Some pour out gold from the back, and weigh silver in the balance. They hire a goldsmith, and he makes it a god. They fall down, yes, they worship. They bear it on their shoulder, they carry it and set it in its place. It stands there, it cannot move from its place. Yes, one may cry to it, yet it cannot answer. It cannot save him out of his trouble. Remember this and show yourselves, men, bringing it to mind, you transgressors. Remember the former things of old, for I am Elohim, and there is no other. I am Elohim, and there is none like me. I declare the end from the beginning, and from ancient times, things that are not yet done. I say my counsel will stand, and I will do all that I please. I call a ravenous bird from the east, the man of my counsel from a far country. Yes, I have spoken. I will also bring it to pass. I have planned. I will also do it. Listen to me, you stubborn-hearted, who are far from righteousness. I bring my righteousness near, 
it is not far off, and my salvation will not wait. I will grant salvation to Zion, my glory to Israel. Come down and sit in the dust, O virgin daughter of Babylon. Sit in the ground without a throne, O daughters of Kassadim. For you will no longer be called tender and delicate. Take the millstone and grind flour. Remove your veil, lift up your skirt. Uncover your legs and wade through the rivers. Your nakedness will be uncovered. Yes, your shame will be seen. I will take vengeance and will spare no one. Our Redeemer, Adonai Tsevaot, is his name, the Holy One of Israel. Sit in silence and go into darkness, daughters of Kassadim, for you shall no longer be called the mistress of the kingdom. I was angry with my people. I profaned my inheritance and gave them into your hand. You showed them no mercy. You laid a very heavy yoke on the aged. You said, I will be a prince forever, so that you did not lay those things to your heart nor did you remember the results. Now therefore hear this, you who are given to pleasures, who sit scarcely, who say in your heart, I am and there is no one else besides me. I will not sit as a widow, neither will I know the loss of children. But these two things will come to you. In a moment, in one day, the loss of children and widowhood. They will come on you in their full measure. In the multitude of your sorceries and the great abundance of your enchantments. For you have trusted in your wickedness. You have said, No one sees me. Your wisdom and your knowledge have perverted you. You have said in your heart, I am, and there is no one else besides me. Therefore, disaster will come on you. You will not know when it dawns. Mischief will fall on you. You will not be able to put it away. Desolation will come on you suddenly, which you do not understand. Stand now with your enchantments and with the multitudes of your sorceries, in which you have labored from your youth. Perhaps you might profit. Perhaps you might prevail. You are wearied in the multitude of your counsels. Now let the astrologers and the stargazers and the monthly prognosticators stand up and save you from the things that will happen to you. Behold, they are like stubble. Fire consumes them. They cannot deliver themselves from the power of the flame. It will not be a coal to warm at, or a fire to sit by. The things that you labored in will be like this. Those who have trafficked with you from your youth. They will wonder with each to his own way. There will be no one to save you. That was Isaiah chapters 46 and 47. Now continuing to our reading from the writings, Proverbs or Michelet chapter 26. Like snow in summer and as rain in harvest, so honor is not fitting for a fool. Like a fluttering sparrow, like a darting swallow, so the undeserved curse does not come to rest. A whip is for the horse, a bridle for the donkey, and a rod for the back of fools. 
Do not answer a fool according to his folly, lest you also be like him. Answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own eyes. One who sends a message by the hand of a fool is cutting off feet and drinking violence. Like the legs of the lame that hang loose, so is a parable in the mouth of fools. As one who binds a stone in a sling, so is he who gives honor to a fool. Like a thorn bush that goes into the hand of a drunkard, so is a parable in the mouth of fools. As an archer who wounds all, so is he who hires a fool for he who hires those who pass by. As a dog that returns to his vomit, so is a fool who repeats his folly. Do you see a man wise in his own eyes? There is more hope for a fool than him. The sluggard says, There is a lion at the door. A fierce lion roams the streets. As the door turns on its hinges, so does the sluggard on his bed. The sluggard buries his hand in the dish. He is too lazy to bring it back to his mouth. The sluggard is wiser in his own eyes than seven men who answer with discretion. Like one who grabs a dog's ears is one who passes by and meddles in a quarrel not his own. Like a madman who shoots torches, arrows, and death is the man who deceives his neighbor and says, Am I not joking? For lack of wood, a fire goes out. Without gossip, a quarrel dies down. As coals are to hot embers and wood to fire, so is a contentious man to kindling strife. The words of a whisperer are as dainty morsels. They go down into the innermost parts. Like silver dross on an earthen vessel are the lips of a fervent one with an evil heart. A malicious man disguises himself with his lips, but he harbors evil in his heart. When his speech is charming, do not believe him, for there are seven abominations in his heart. His malice may be concealed by deception, but his wickedness will be exposed in the assembly. Whoever digs a pit shall fall into it. Whoever rolls a stone, it will come back on him. A lying tongue hates those it hurts, and a flattering mouth works ruin. That was Proverbs chapter 26. And now to our final portion for today from the Apostolic Writings, 1 John, or Yochanan, chapter My little children, I write these things to you so that you may not sin. If anyone sins, we have a counselor with the Father, Yeshua the Messiah, the Zadik. And he is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the whole world. This is how we know that we know him, if we keep his commandments. One who says, I know him and does not keep his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But the love of Elohim has most certainly been perfected in whoever keeps his word. This is how we know that we are in him. He who says he remains in him ought himself also to walk just like he walked. Brothers, 
I write no new commandment to you, but an old commandment, which you had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you have heard from the beginning. Again, I write a new commandment to you, which is true in him and in you, because the darkness is passing away and the true light already shines. He who says he is in the light and hates his brother is in the darkness even until now. He who loves his brother remains in the light, and there is no occasion for stumbling in him. But he who hates his brother is in the darkness, and walks in the darkness, and does not know where he is going, because the darkness has blinded his eyes. I write to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven you, for his name's sake. I write to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you have overcome the evil one. I write to you, little children, because you know the Father. I have written to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. I have written to you, young men, because you are strong, and the word of God remains in you, and you have overcome the evil one. Do not love the world or the things that are in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not from the Father, but is from the world. The world is passing away with its lust, but he who does the will of the Lord remains forever. Little children, it is the last hour, and as you have heard that the anti-Messiah is coming, even now many anti-Messiahs have risen. By this we know that it is the final hour. They went out from us, but they did not belong to us, for if they had belonged to us, they would have continued with us. But they left that they might be revealed that none of them belonged to us. But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you all have knowledge. I have not written to you because you do not know the truth, but because you know it, and because no lie is of the truth. Who is a liar but he who denies that Yeshua is the Messiah? This is the anti-Messiah, he who denies the Father and the Son. Whoever denies the Son does not have the Father. He who confesses the Son has the Father also. Therefore, as for you, let that remain in you which you heard from the beginning. If that which you heard from the beginning remains in you, you also will remain in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise which he promised us, the eternal life. These things have I written to you concerning those who would lead you astray. As for you, the anointing which you received from him remains in you, and you do not need for anyone to teach you. But as his anointing teaches you concerning all things, and is true, and is no lie, and just as it taught you, you will remain in him. Now, little children, remain in him, that when he appears, we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. If you know that he is righteous, 
you know that everyone who practices righteousness has been born of him. And that was John or Yohanan, actually 1 John chapter 2. If you're reading through the apostolic writings twice this year, you will be also reading Matthew chapter 13, verses 1 through 30 today. Well, that concludes our reading for today. Thank you for joining me um, on our daily reading today. I pray that you have a blessed remainder of the feast this week. And until next time, this is Daily Bread for Busy Moms, wishing you shalom and a blessed day from Israel.